0: Hello, welcome to the very first episode. I am the adolescent parent. With me today is Cynthia. Hello. Hey, Cynthia, how are you?
1: I'm good, how are you?
0: Thanks for coming.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Today we're recording in my daughter's room just for the sake of noise and echoing, but it's kind of suiting because, you know, we're moms and we're here to talk about that. How do you feel in here? What do you, what do you see?
1: Um, I see a lot of plush stuffed animals and various other items. It feels good. It feels natural.
0: Do you see two different personalities in here?
1: Definitely. So we're here to talk
0: about pregnancy and everything that happens during and afterwards. Because it's not just being a mom that changes us. It's the whole process from the very beginning. And you're somebody that found out they were pregnant when they were about four weeks along, right?
1: Yeah, I was. That's very early.
0: Do you understand? Especially with twins.
1: It's the, the first response. It's really a first response. Do you think that because you had twins, your symptoms were more noticeable? Um, I felt a little off, but I would say more than anything, I was showing very early, or at least I thought I was. People were asking me, like, I'm not kidding, before I even took a test, I looked like I was bloated. Really? Yeah. I remember my mom telling me that my hips look
0: wider before we even knew I was pregnant.
1: Yeah, like, and... Like our family, like we gain weight in our thighs and our midsection. So I was just looking more bloated than L- I ever a have. Thick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, <look>. I'm kidding. <laughs> but wow. So you were about
0: four weeks along, and then whenever, so you found out you're pregnant at home. Were you by yourself?
1: Yeah, I was. I immediately called my mom, and then I called my. He was just my boyfriend at the time. Oh, what is he now? My fiance. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you find out you're pregnant. You tell your mom.
0: How far, like how soon after did you go to the doctor?
1: Uh, I went about four weeks after that. The first sauna was at eight weeks.
0: So right. So as soon as you got your, your appointment, it was your first sauna. The first the first appointment was your first sauna.
1: Yes, it was. Whoa. And that's when you find out. That they're twins. That they're twins. So you just yeah. knew you were pregnant. Yeah, I didn't know they were twins.
0: Well, I guess everyone kind of finds out the same way, right? There's yeah. no, there's no telling that there's two. Yeah, the only you way see. you know
1: is from a mm-hmm.
0: And so, what did it look like?
1: Um, for to me, it looked like two little jelly beans in a package. Little peas in a pod. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <coughs> I bet that looked crazy. I didn't know I was pregnant until about three and a half months. So my sonogram was just two form babies. <laughs>
1: that's crazy to look at
0: it is very very crazy so okay go ahead it's because i'm about to ask you about your height like when you were gone do you want me to or no
1: i don't care Okay. it is it people is questionable it is questionable but like i honestly the way i think of myself i don't think people are checking for me so like really i don't think anybody thinks about me but now i think about it so they probably do, cause like yeah. I think about random people. Yeah, I mean, I and people I follow, you're like, oh, you notice things, right? Mm-hmm. It is. It wasn't that I
0: that like I was like, what's what's Cynthia up to? What's she doing? But when I found out, I was like, whoa! Then where then you was look she? And it's like nothing. Yeah, for the a whole, whole year. year. She? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was more of just wanting to take a break. Um, like we all have social media all the time, and since what, like MySpace. Yeah. And all that. So, I didn't I don't know, like something just I felt like I just wanted to step away. And I just happened to get pregnant during that time, but I didn't feel like there was a the need to get back on and share. Mm-hmm. But how
0: was people's reactions whenever you did post that you had to?
1: Well, I mean, probably like surprise and like a lot of congrats and things yeah, like that. Like I remember writing congrats on yeah, your posts. Things you want to hear. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Did good. you ever get any while you were pregnant, did you ever bump into anybody that we knew? No. Besides your immediate family?
1: No, I did not. It's because I was living in uh, West Dallas. Okay. So, like, it's a lot less chance for me to see anybody that I previously knew.
0: But I remember going to middle school with you, and I remember you being the newest girl, and then everyone telling me that we had the same last name.
1: Oh, yeah. that's That was interesting to me, because I was always trying to find... <laughs> My dad. Yeah. So anybody with Hasso, only like you and one other person I met had Hasso. Mm-hmm. Was it a
0: boy? I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like Joey Hasso. Yeah. But he was a lot. He's a lot older than us. He's oh. Like okay. Like in his late thirties.
0: Oh. Okay. Well. I don't know, about, I, I just know that when I found out you had my last name, I came home asking my dad, because, you know, it's his last name, you know, where where did it come from? Who is she? Do we know anybody that's related to her? Because I thought it would be really cool if I had a family at my school.
1: Yeah, like a long-lost cousin. Uh, yeah. That's what we would say, right? Yeah,
0: we ju- and we still claim each other as cousins. Right. If, if anyone asks, you're my cousin. Exactly. And now we both have identical
1: twins. Which is even more weird to me. Yeah. I thought that was
0: weird. So if, do you, well... From what I researched after I had twins, because, I mean, you don't really try to look up information about twins right before. So when I researched it, they say that identical twins is just by chance.
1: Yeah, it's spontaneous. Yeah,
0: it's not. It doesn't run in your family. So, you know, we both had spontaneous identical twins, girls. So it's just it's just crazy. The universe did that. I guess we can say
1: it is crazy.
0: If it's not in our blood, it's something something's in the works.
1: It has to be like (laughs) we even have our daughters have similar names like the Bell.
0: The Bell. Mm -hmm. And then we both like Bell. Like we both, we we would both, I use it. I call my daughter Bell sometimes. Would you ever consider like sometimes calling her Bell?
1: I mean, whatever she wants eventually. Mm -hmm. I say her whole name for now.
0: Definitely when she was born, it was either Bella or Isabella. But now it's been, she's older. She likes Bell. Like she's asked to call her Bell. That's cute. So, whenever I was pregnant, I don't know about you, I gained about sixty pounds, yeah, of not baby weight of like <laughs> like me, <laughs> so I don't wanna say that I'm five two, so I was seventeen when I was pregnant at the time before I found I was pregnant, I was probably about one thirty, and then, at the end of my pregnancy, I weighed about two hundred pounds, and that's insane. Because my daughters only weighed five pounds combined. So most of it, or all of it, was me. So how about you? How did, how was, did you have any complications during your pregnancy?
1: Um, not necessarily. I gained about 50 pounds, though. I started, I was like one, I was like probably 120 before, 125. And then at the end, I was at like 160. Yeah, it takes a massive toll on your body. Uh, insane it literally feels like you're gonna pop there
0: was like little inconveniences that i wasn't prepared for like breathing <laughs> <Just> <laughs>
1: like that. you just expect to be able to breathe but you really can't with all this weight on you yeah you get out of breath very easily and um it's like the most simple tasks that you could do before like bending over tying your shoe even for me like cooking is something that i do all the time just standing and cooking yeah uh, it was like i couldn't should you try to do a lot of exercise during your pregnancy, or? I mean, I would walk to the dog park and sit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it. I
0: would walk too to help with my with the swelling. Yeah, the circulation. So getting dressed was one of the biggest things that I had issues with. Apart from not having a huge selection of cute clothes or stores that sold cute clothes at that time, which wasn't that long ago, two thousand twelve. But at that time, social media wasn't this huge movement where they take into consideration like every every person yeah we kind they kind of didn't so the pregnant pregnant women didn't have much of a variety i just remember just going to either dillard's the women's section or to motherhood maternity which was really expensive i'm sure there was other stores that sold you know uh less expensive clothes those are just just the ones that i that i saw at hand and i also wasn't into looking up where else I could buy. It was just, this is what I saw. I'm just walking here. But it was so expensive. And even the clothes that they had wasn't exactly comfortable. But I will say, pregnancy pants are a hidden treasure.
1: Yeah, that waistband.
0: That waistband is everything.
1: It's the most comfortable thing you can wear to me.
0: Yes. I I kept some until after my pregnancy. And I think it helped with my cesarean.
1: Yeah. Because you don't want the seam of your pants or anything really rubbing against it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I feel like mine is still numb. Do you feel your cesarean? Yeah, I mean, from time to time, like, if something hits it or... Oh, but you're still... Yeah, your babies are nine months old. Yeah, I still feel it. Yeah. For sure. And, like, it's a weird numbness that's around it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's hard to explain.
0: Yeah, no, yours, yours is still healing in a sense. Mine is six years old now. Definitely six years later, I, if I touch around my cesarean, I don't feel my, the pre- like I feel on my fingers how my how my stomach feels. Does that make sense? But from my stomach, I don't feel the pressure of my fingers.
1: It's like your nerve endings yeah. are just always damaged from the scar tissue. Yeah.
0: So whenever you find out you were having twins, how far after did you find out there were girls?
1: Um, It was like 16 weeks. Oh I think yeah. 16, 18. Mm-hmm. That's when they can see
0: well see since i found out everything i found out everything so so soon i found out i was pregnant and then i found out i'm having twins i found out i was gonna have girls i mean right after i didn't have to wait very long no much information you had to wait yeah to know much information about my kids like i I knew everything right away you know pretty much two months into knowing i was pregnant i already knew you know the kind of stuff everyone kind of asks for what was something that people when you're walking around you're pregnant what's what's like a question that everyone would ask you that just irritated you
1: um it's not something they would ask me it's something they would say like after like if i was with my fiance like they'd be like what are you having we'd say twins they'd look at him and be like good job or like he really got her and i'm like what Oh my god! Like gr- grown men and women that's will gross. be like telling him as if he did something spectacular. You should say, "Well, actually, <laughs> sir, it's spontaneous. It was one it was egg. W- I did all the work. If you want to think it about split, it, split like not. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> that was something that I kind of got tired of hearing. Like I, that's so people crazy. nudging him, and I'm like, okay, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, people always did that. That's it, gross. <laughs> that's really gross. It is gross. Like even people in his family. And my family too, people, it's like, it's like an unspoken something like for men. <coughs> How is my throat calming
0: D going <laughs> to joke me like that? <laughs> that would be very annoying. I think for me, maybe it's just me because I'm actually kind of picky. <laughs> I don't like people touching my belly. Yeah. And people, people assume because you're pregnant. I mean, like I said, it's just me, but. I think that people assume because I was pregnant that they're welcome to, and I didn't like it, and I thought that, and they also thought that it was weird that I didn't like it because I'm pregnant. I was like, but that doesn't mean you get to touch me.
1: Yeah, now, like, the change has changed so much. Like back then, somebody could do something and let us lie, but now, in this time that we're in, you can talk. Don't talk. Don't touch nobody. Don't come up to anybody or like, yeah. I felt the same way. Like, I don't want no randos touching my belly.
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes in a conversation when they ask, are they kicking? Do they move or 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 whenever I was a little bit bigger, maybe I did allow some people, but it just kind of depended on their approach. I just didn't like when someone would say hi to me and just reach for my my stomach. Yeah. When did you find out that you were pregnant? Around what time of the month?
1: It was the end of April yeah
0: so yeah so we both had a summer pregnancy
1: basically that's when it was basically taking off
0: yeah yeah because i found out around april too i found out april 19th
1: i found out like april 26
0: ah. mm-hmm. i found out the day the only reason why i remember is because i had friends because i was in high school and i had high school friends who were getting married for 20 oh my gosh <laughs> so thanks to them like they like not not in a bad way congrats they're still married going strong but i i will always remember the day i found out i was pregnant because they were they got married the next day and 420 so that's goals i mean i think i should just find out when i when you get pregnant just because like that's such a monumental thing
1: anyway exactly
0: but so many things happen afterwards that you just kind of forget dates
1: yeah there's so many special dates yeah the older you get
0: like I don't remember the date that I found out I was having girls. No, we yeah.
1: we had like a gender reveal. Oh, I did that too. What? How did you do yours? Um, these little um, they're little party favors. Like you pull a string and it pops out the streamer, mm-hmm. pink or blue. Oh, it was cute. I did I. That's that's really fun. The the way that I did it, I try to
0: have a little fun with my with with that was, um, the only two people that didn't know were my, my brothers and they lived together at that, that time. So I went over to their house and I bought a gift bag and I bought, when I found out I was pregnant, I had bought my babies, um, that I didn't know who, what gender they were. I bought them two little, like yellow, little lion shoes, Aww. you know? And so when I found out there were girls, I went and bought like girl shoes that I would have for them for, for later and so i bought two pairs and i put them in a bag and then i put white paper on top and it was just like a i think it was just a brown bag and then i went over to my brother's house and like i had them like open it and they were just like oh cool that's cute but yeah that's how i did that was my my little gender reveal that's sweet yeah i appreciate their their reaction so a lot of pregnancies usually go to 40 weeks right
1: yeah that's a typical single pregnancy S-
0: for just one yeah so what is it for twins
1: um it's 37 weeks
0: and how far along were you when you went into labor
1: i was 37 weeks in like one day oh nice
0: so you so you were a little a little late i guess
1: well like it was a failure to progress so by the time i had them it had been a day later
0: so you were in labor for for how many hours
1: i think overall it was like 30 something hours oh my god i mean it's not like active labor labor you're trying to dilate and then there's contractions i basically never got past six centimeters so i didn't have any contractions can you describe what they felt like it feels like um a period cramp a menstrual cramp but starting at the base of your back and it rips through your whole midsection (laughs) until you feel like you're about to like snap in half and then it stops and then another wave will come
0: I've seen videos of people going through them and they're yelling and they're, they're saying really hurtful things (laughs) (laughs) to people around them. Can
1: you say that was you? No, because I was trying to sleep. I was just trying my best to sleep, sleep through your sleep through the. It's because, yeah, they induce you initially Mm -hmm. and um, basically wait for it to start working. And so you'll feel contractions and they'll get stronger and stronger and closer together. But they can't do anything because you have to let your body get ready to have this baby. And this is part of the process. The contractions is literally you're opening up to have a baby. Yeah, the the birth canal is opening. And it's making me weak thinking about it. <laughs> this is only the beginning. but No. And
0: then so, so they didn't come out vaginally. But was that something that you were hoping for?
1: Yeah, of course. You know, I really want to. I mean, I can't speak for other mothers, but, like, that's something I wanted to do and experience. One, because um, your body's resilient. You can heal quickly. But when you get a C-section, it takes weeks, and you'll always have the scar. Anyway, you're going to get scarred Mm -hmm. no matter what. So however they came out was fine with with me. Yeah. As long as
0: you have happy, happy, healthy babies in the end.
1: However to get them out safely is the most important thing.
0: So what was the reason, what was, what led them to take you in f- for a surgery, for a C-section?
1: Because um, I only dilated to six centimeters. And at like midnight, they basically said it was a failure to progress because their heads were blocking each other. And so they just scheduled a C-section for like 15 minutes later. Oh. Okay. It was that fast. They yeah. came in and said, we're going to do a C-section in 15 minutes. And I was just like, immediately shaking. Oh my! My God. whole upper body, because my lower half is numb from the epidural, mm-hmm. and so my top half was shaking like a leaf, like if it was cold, and I could not stop. So I could not stop.
0: During during your labor, were they prepping you for a possible C section? Was that in? Was that even? Were that was that even expressed before?
1: No, they tried to do it the natural way first. Okay. They try it.
0: Hmm. But like, yeah, but while they're doing, while you're in labor, while that's going on, did they express to you that that might be an option?
1: Yeah. Well, that's something that we knew okay. just from the get go, like most twin labors end in C-section like 70%. Yeah. I was just asking
0: because surgery is scary no matter what, if you knew you're going ahead of time, but I can't imagine if, if you didn't expect it for it to happen, how you would feel.
1: It's scary. Like, I've never had surgery either, so. Were you, did you have, like, a hospital bag and stuff with you? Were you prepared? Oh, yeah. I had, I had it prepared a month before, even before that. I was just ready to have the babies. I was trying everything to induce labor myself. Really? Like, walking. I'd go on walks. Yeah. And just hope that I just got to labor because I was so tired. You're tired of being pregnant at that time. Was with there both any of them? Was there any food remedies that you tried, like spicy stuff? Oh, yeah. I was always eating spicy stuff in moderation because then I get heartburn.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Heartburn was worse.
1: Yeah. I couldn't eat thakis anymore. <laughs> things like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that <easy. laughs>
0: I My first trimester was a breeze. I mean, it was pretty much non-existent because I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah. But my final, my third trimester, oh, my gosh. I had the worst nausea before bed every night. And... I mean, at one point, I I just had to sleep with the trash can next to me. But, yeah, accompanied with heartburn, heartburn and nausea is just the worst.
1: Yeah, I experienced that, too. Not so much nausea, just sometimes, like, certain foods, like, in the kitchen, like, certain smells. I just... Oh, I didn't have that.
0: What were the smells that you would have that would just set you off?
1: Well, because, like, in a kitchen, everything's, it's a small place. And Did you work during your pregnancy? I worked till about 26 weeks. Oh, my gosh. And that's, that was pushing it. like That is. Yeah, 26 weeks. Some, I know some women are like, I worked up until the day I gave birth, or I had twins. And, and that's insane, too. And I went back, and I'm like, that's good for you. Like, yeah. I'm glad that you could do it. But me, I needed to sit down <laughs> and eat. I needed to take a break because standing for six, seven hours at a time, I could not do it. And, like, at that time, it was a transition, so they were expecting me to produce more, but I couldn't. I just couldn't keep up with it. Like, and so I just, I was ready to take my leave. It was, like, three weeks before, and um, I had got up in the morning to use the restroom, and I tore my ligament. You know, the ligaments, how they stretch— between your hip and like your pelvis and whatnot Mm -hmm. i tore a ligament and it felt like i couldn't even walk i had to like sit in the bathtub oh my god and i was like i'm done (laughs) i'm dead i'm out i don't want to do i can't do it anymore i was scared that it was more severe but like things like that happen all the time and they can't go in and stitch your ligament up it's something that has to heal on its own and so when you strain it it's something that you just have to wait. So you have to be off your feet for like three days. Don't go back to work for a week. And then I figure, what's the point? Like, I'm not even going to go back after I give birth. So why am I killing myself right now? How, f- how much were you showing around that time? I was huge. I was already huge. Really? I looked like I was ready to give birth already at that time. At that time, yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I was I
0: huge. I had mine at 33. My belly didn't show until maybe about five months along yeah so three months of knowingly being pregnant i was already showing but by the time i was 30 three weeks i was i was massive yeah but so but i didn't work i mean i was i was a teen but i didn't work but i can't imagine going to work every day if just getting up out of my bed was so hard
1: it was it was honestly a struggle to get myself to do it
0: to go well, to work So you were a chef, right? Well, a cook A cook?
1: Yeah Well, wait, what's the difference? Well, like, a chef comes with years of Oh, I'm experience. sorry yeah. It comes with, like, a respect, a title Like, basically, okay. that's what it is So a
0: chef is, like, a level of A
1: chef is the boss Chef is the boss And then the sous chef And then kitchen managers And then line cooks And then dishwashers Things like that It's like a brigade oh. system That's okay. literally what it is
0: And so, where were y- So you were I
1: was a cook like mm-hmm. at that time I was just a prep cook. But mm-hmm. before I got pregnant I was on the hotline. I was on the fry station. Ooh. So
0: What was well wait, you know? High
1: stress Saturday nights like going fast and get in at three, get out at one, thirty, something like that. Oh my gosh. And you had to clean up and everything? Yeah. Did they Well not to say that you should get special treatment when you're pregnant, but You should <laughs> when what? you're Yes, I was we like, should? I, I immediately I knew something was wrong because I would I'd be working and then I would just get like a terrible like lightheaded feeling because it's hot up there. It's hot. You're moving fast. You're basically uh, moving at the best, fast, most efficient pace you can. And that takes a lot of focus and energy. And I wasn't eating right. Of course, I'm in the kitchen. I'm eating like tons of bread and things (laughs) like that, like eating whatever I can. So I would feel very depleted, just very depleted, sick at the end of a night. And I'm like, this isn't right. And then I found out, like, the ne- that next week that I was pregnant. It's it's kind of funny. I'm going off in this whole thing now, but like, um, my coworker, she was also pregnant. Oh jeez. But we didn't know because our periods had synced because that was the only woman I was around five nights a week for ten hours, you know. Mm. And so I asked her. I said, "Beebe, do you have your cycle?" And she was like, "Not yet." And I was like, "That's you're the reason why I mine isn't." And I was like. <laughs> And we made a joke to the, the sous chef, like, um, we're both pregnant. We're just like, eh, heh, heh, laughing, whatever. And, like, we literally were both pregnant, and her daughter was born, like, three days after. Wow. Yeah, so that's my my pregnancy buddy. That's so nice. And then I have another friend who had her daughter a few months before, too. That's so nice. I, I don't... So a lot of smells sometimes they make you nauseous.
0: You were in a kitchen for so long. Was there something also that you couldn't cook or even touch or see?
1: Well, it was like that the stalks. Like when they make chicken stock, you roast a bunch of the chicken carcasses, chicken feet. Oh yeah. It's it's so good. It's delicious. It's just that it was so savory. It smelled so savory and rich to me. Like I could not stand it like i would do anything to get the smell out of my nose so i started smelling the vinegars i would smell oh the red wine gosh. vinegar the champagne red wine was probably my favorite but like i would just smell them to get it out of my nose and then now it, i just come to love those acidic pungent smells of like vinegar yeah like
0: even now i like i just have to smell it you couldn't smell the chicken broth because it was It was savory in a bad way? It
1: was, it's
0: just too flavorful. I
1: don't know how to explain it. It's too savory, too flavorful. It's like if you're hungover and the next day you try to go eat some like sunny side up eggs with like gravy. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. It's too much. It attacks your senses. I just couldn't. That and the muscle broth. Ew. But does that smell? (laughs) I
0: just don't like anything that's like seafood. Except shrimp well
1: yeah that it's like it has fish sauce and fish sauce is essentially um rotten it's essentially just rotted fish into a a liquid and it's good forever and it's so delicious and flavorful but like that smell yeah it smells like dead feet no i don't like the smell
0: of open water it does anything that smells murky yeah exactly yeah but I don't like that, you just period, not pregnant, just period. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about you having a C-section, and we said that, that was the recovery time for that is usually longer than a natural, to have them, you know, naturally. But how long was your recovery time, and did you have to stay at the hospital?
1: Yes, I did. Um, it takes, like, six weeks to feel kind of normal. But um, I stayed at the hospital for like eight days. Like on the seventh day, we we're supposed to leave, but my milk, my milk wasn't coming in. It was still the colostrum and like they have access to donor milk. And so that's what I would supplement them with. So they ask if you want to stay until your milk comes in and it came in the next day.
0: So you stayed because of your milk, not because of you didn't have any complications with your. Yeah, I stayed
1: because honestly, and I was like terrified to go home. Like I honestly was because I was just scared I wasn't going to be able to make enough milk.
0: And so during your time there, did you have a lot of help from like staff,
1: nurses? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Baylor. Baylor is the best place to have your children. It really is like it's so worth it if you can do it. Um, The night nurses were so awesome and um, my mom was there, um, my fiance was there and he changed all of their first diapers because you can't get up. Yeah. Like he was so, he was so there for me and the nurses, they make a lot of accommodations for you.
0: Not only can you not get up, I couldn't move my arms. I couldn't lift them over, like I couldn't lift them over my
1: head, over my shoulders. My friend was like that too
0: after the thing that nothing could prepare me f- for like what your body is like after labor and i've and what i'm talking about is like how much you bleed afterwards
1: oh my gosh they don't tell you that nobody tells nobody you that nobody tells you that i thought there was something wrong with me cuz <laughs> it did not stop i'm talking like 12 weeks 12, 12 weeks 12 weeks afterward it was still like i i wasn't comfortable just wearing and underwear, you know.
0: Yeah. No. Whoa. No. Mine was like maybe like two weeks. Twelve weeks is crazy. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Mine was nothing. No. It
1: was. It was like, and it would stop, and then come back, and then start again. What if I'm not remembering?
0: No, I feel like mine was about two weeks, but I remember a lot of blood clots. Like, ah, <sighs> not to get graphic. I don't want to be graphic, but it was just. I was just not prepared for that and it's it's something that that you go through it once a month but not to that extent and i feel like if they prep you for it you you won't be as as worried or as scared because i think i tried to book an appointment at one point because it was just i was just too worried about it
1: yeah it is scary like you don't know how your body's gonna react after like you don't know how you don't know how much it will change you until it happens
0: I, I never really paid much attention to my body, I guess, until, like, after I had kids. But that's because, like, your, your body is trying to warn you all the time that they're either hungry or or something. Some, that they need something from you. And, you know, your boobs are one of those. Um, I dried up pretty pretty fast. Um, my daughters were premature. So I pumped. So they never latched on. I pumped. But after I had them home, I think I I I think I produced milk. Maybe for about a week or two. And then after that, I dried up forever. But uh, but I did it. I dried up, and I felt really bad. I felt really sad about it. But I know that there's some people that can train their bodies to supply again. So you've breastfed. You still breastfeed. Have you ever felt like you were low or you had to do something to help your supply?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, initially, I would try to pump a lot. pump like every two hours to try to get the supply up and um i didn't breastfeed that like in the beginning i did for a week and then it was just so damaged because i i don't think i was latching them right so it hurt a lot and so i just kind of was like i'm just gonna pump and give it to them because it hurts but then i started breastfeeding again and um i wanted to only give them breast milk but since the beginning they were always supplemented with something so now it's formula But I could never produce enough to only give them breast milk. Like, maybe if I would have tried harder, like, really eating the things, like, that produce your milk. Or if I – I feel like I could have done more. Even now, I'm still beating myself up. Like, I'm, like – I'm going to start pumping a lot. And I just can't produce that much. And I need to just – I just sat one day and I was like, look, I'm just not going to beat myself up about this because they're twins. And if it was one baby – then definitely I could, but, like, I can't, and I'm not going to kill myself for it.
0: No, definitely don't, but you also said they're eating now, so, I mean, that could be a thing. Yeah, they Mm. eat a
1: lot, a lot of solids now.
0: Yeah, so they probably don't need as much. I don't think you should, like you said, you're supplying for two, and the fact that you even could and that you still are, you know, I don't think you should be tough on yourself about it.
1: Yeah, it's more for comfort now and, like, then, yeah.
0: Did your mom or did family stay with you while you were at the hospital? Did they sleep overnight with you?
1: Oh, my mom did, for sure. A lot of family came to visit, but my mom was always there. Every day, she was there.
0: They had, I, I had mine at Parkland. And every time I tell people that, they're like, ooh,
1: Parkland. No, I was born at Parkland.
0: Yeah, I don't, I I, I had the best experience.
1: That's what I'm saying, like, yeah, as long I mean, as like, you had support.
0: Yeah, I had the room right in front of the desk. And they gave my mom a recliner because so, she slept in there. Because I stayed a week, about a week, too. They gave her the recliner um, if I needed anything. So I was really annoying with ice. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do that?
1: Mine was, like, the water. Like, I just needed somebody to hand it to me because mm-hmm. I could not sit up.
0: I was just annoying. Like, I always wanted ice. Like, they had, like, the, the, the little chip ice. Yeah. Well, also, when I was pregnant... um, I liked ice so much that my brother got gave that to me as a, a baby shower gift. Ice? Yeah. <laughs> like a bag of ice from
1: Sonic. Oh yeah. That kind of ice. I used to work at Sonic.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I used to go also and just order a big a large cup and then they told me, We sell the bag for cheaper than the large cup of ice. And I was like, Wait what? I was like, Okay, then I need it th- I need that for my house. Yeah, just But also the weird thing is like I, I ate it so much and now my daughter does that. One of them. She has a habit of sticking her hands in, like in her cup at a restaurant and grabbing the ice and grabbing the ice <laughs> like her whole hand is in the soda and she's just That's funny. already eating the ice. I don't know if that has to do with because I was it was my craving.
1: I think they take after us in some ways. What was one of your cravings? Um, what I really loved, it might sound gross, but it was anchovies because at work you'd make the Caesar dressing. Mm-hmm. So, I really love the anchovies on these crackers, and with parmesan and like olive oil. Oh my god, that's what I really wanted. Like <laughs> anything that was like acidic, I really wanted that. So you're right. That that
0: does sound really gross.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> like, hey, that and
0: pickles, like just pickles. Ah, uh, yeah, pickles was mine, and Reese's peanut butter cups was mine. And oh I yeah, s-
1: I think it would change just because my palate is just so. Diverse, like, there'd be a week, I want chili dogs. And mm. then the next week, it'd be something different, like, biscuits. I don't know, just anything. You know well, what I mean? that's what I'm saying. In the hospital, the nurses would be like, he's one of the best dads I've seen in here. Oh. Because he was. Yeah. He really was. Like, he w- he would change their diapers, anything I needed. He would help me get up and walk me to the restroom. And he would, like, essentially, like shower me and everything because you cannot move and you need someone to help you do anything like it's the slightest a very task
0: it's a very vulnerable time of in your life because like you said like you need someone to help you wipe sit stand up i mean i don't know about wipe i i well sure like
1: did they just get like a squirt bottle and oh they just it's like that i, mean I took that home it's with so me yeah because that thing is cool it comes in handy it does but yeah it was it was essential i had like those people there with me because i can't imagine if i was alone or having a stranger do those things for me so that was one of my best memories of that time
0: how long did it take for you to to be able to walk up right because i remember walking hunched over for weeks it took
1: a couple weeks well by the time i was home babies were a little over a week old by the time i got home i could i could walk you know but getting up and getting down and like certain things were still a challenge
0: I called it like my ghost I called it my ghost belly because <laughs> even though I I didn't have them anymore I would still get up like I was pregnant just because of my c-section like I would still yeah. like how you would get up if you're pregnant if you're holding this huge thing in still front of you weight.
1: you yeah. still have the weight there
0: did you have help picking
1: names of course um we always liked the name, or I did, I liked the name Luna, mm-hmm,
0: it's but really beautiful.
1: at that time, it's just very common because of, like, I don't know why, maybe it was John Legend and, like, Chrissy Teigen, like, their daughters, Luna, oh yeah. or people would say, because of Harry Potter, like, Luna loved God or something like mm-hmm. that, so everybody was naming their babies Luna, and I'm like, nah, I was just like, I don't want her to be so common, but I do like the name luna and then it might sound like dumb but it was like a dream i had one night and in the dream i would hear i would hear the name luna bell and it was just it just seemed so cute and it's it, i've never heard that name exactly yeah yeah that's what i i try to do something unique and um she is baby a yes baby a and baby b it's maya m-a-i-a maya ray Um, m-a-i-a-r-a-e yeah it's Mm -hmm. like maya ray like it's from ray is her middle name that um that one um their father liked that name he really liked the name maya and i love the spelling yeah it's cute he he, all that is him maya Mm -hmm. and we both decided on ray because all of his mothers renee his uncles reyes and raul So all three of them was like R's, like his mother had a theme with the Mm R's. And so Brandon wanted to like pay homage with the Ray. That's really nice.
0: That's really thoughtful too. It's like you always, I named one of them kind of like my dad. So my dad's name is Abel. Okay. And um, Isabella is, her name would have been Isabel. Oh, okay. Because it's Isabel. But then I just thought like, "Ah, I don't like Isabel because it's the same. I thought it was too common. Yeah. But now, now, now Isabella is very common. <laughs> it's so cute though. Yeah. And it suits her. And I I don't think I could see her as Isabelle. But yeah, I, I kind of, I did the same. I had that, that idea in my head, like I'm going to pay homage to people who are important to me. And yeah, her name was one of them. Definitely. Have you had people ask you why you haven't, why you didn't name them like the, with the same first letter or something that oh. rhymes
1: well, like initially, like I did like that, the idea of it, because it's just so cute. Like, you know, twins whose names are like, uh, like Brian and Brianna, like that's cute. But then it's like um, the father, he's always like, he was always saying he doesn't, he wants them to be individuals. And I totally agree. Like he didn't want them to be same letter or same sounding like syllables and night like stuff like that and so i came up with names like zeta and zarai like i came up with all these names like it was like cora and all these other things and he was like look just make them different like they don't have to be the same sounding or anything because they're going to be different and so he's right so we that's how, why we decided to have them complement each other rather than sound the same yeah
0: they look exactly the same too I mean, think so. I from mean, they
1: do and they don't.
0: From a stranger's perspective. Or from an outsider's. For sure. But I know I know definitely that you that you can tell them apart as a mom or just as someone who's around them all the time by little quirks or little facial expressions or just little little tiny details that I probably wouldn't notice as yeah. somebody who's not around them. You
1: have to spend a lot of time with them to be able to tell them apart. Um Maya has a dimple under her left eye and luna bell looks more like her daddy like she looks just like him
0: really ears head shape
1: (laughs) little smirk and like everything just like him
0: do you see any of his mannerisms in her
1: uh kind of since they're with me most of the time but like they just little smirks like the way they just move their eyes it's hard to explain maybe when they get older it'll be more apparent but like just little quirks they have like with their eyes yeah
0: definitely I've always said that even though um, Isabella and Jade are now six, they've always been the same since they were as old as your babies are, which is nine months. Yeah, They've always been the exact same, but it's hard to explain because now they can talk, they have specific interests, you know, things like that. But I can say that their personalities overall has always been the same. Do you see one of them being more, Outsp- not outspoken because mm, they can't talk yet but uh more expressive than the other
1: i would say um luna bell would probably be the wild child like <laughs> the troublemaker probably because she's just wild like she's just always yelling saying stuff crawling she was the first one to crawl first one to stand she just basically like you can't keep her down you cannot and Maya's more content with where she's sitting. C- or she'll crawl over here. She'll whisper to herself and hum to herself. And Luna Belle has to, like, yell and crawl over you and jump and do this. And, like, they're way different. I can see how you say that their personalities are the same. Because I'm sure that they're going to be the same.
0: Mm-hmm. And Maya's baby B, Jade is baby B, And I can say that they're kind of similar in the sense that They're both very, very, I'd rather much sit down. Um, I want to, I want to relax. I want to watch TV. I want to like not do much. And Isabella is like, let me go here. Let me go here. Let me go talk to mom. Let me, let me play this, get this. How far apart are yours? Even though we both had a C-section and it was.
1: It was, they were one minute apart. They pull one out and they pull the other.
0: Probably a few seconds.
1: Yeah. Like they say one minute for the sake of paperwork, I think. I think so. Like, the live photos, it looks like, in, like, immediately, like, they pull the other one out. Oh, yes.
0: You had live photos because you had, there was a nurse in there, you told me, that takes pictures.
1: Yeah, like, I feel like this nurse, the only thing she did was, like, try to calm us down and take pictures. Get them poses. And she had the angles. She, like, the pictures are great. They really are. From that whole moment, I look, like, out of it because I'm drugged up and, like, been crying, but... He did you <laughs> Did you try to get ready before? No way, dude. I did not. I was in the hospital already for like over a day and I hadn't eaten anything cuz yeah. they don't let you eat. So I was just not happy.
0: I remember I don't Yeah, you're not happy at all, especially when you're hungry. But you also I had a TV in my room and they played nothing but fast food commercials and
1: burgers. Oh my and gosh. And my family like so it's holiday season you know tamales are everywhere like they had these tamales that were so good and i know they're good and they were just eating just eating in front of me and then they got chick-fil-a in the hospital i was dead that's so rude. i was so i had to i had to like beg them just to let me get a bite of a taco like just please something they didn't even let me have water yeah and they were like you can have some jello and i'm like oh my god that's no, I Jello and Chick Fil A is right there. I would like a tamale, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's kind of rude, though. And I would be I would be very upset. That was
1: hard. That was probably hard. That well. was the hardest part of your labor. You think? Yeah, the food. I could not eat. That's that gnawing pain, and to smell all these aromas around you—that was the worst.
0: So after labor, a lot of people say that they they go through something called the baby boo stage. And they say that it's different from PPD in the sense that it doesn't last that long. But do you think that you ex- what you experienced, because I remember us talking about it before, do you think what you experienced was the baby blues or PPD?
1: Well, initially, like, that first week, it's so hard to just grasp everything. You don't even know how you're feeling. So, like, I think baby blues is something that fades away after the first couple weeks. But I feel like I knew it was more than that around like the four month mark and I just like would feel so overwhelmed and like there were things you know going on in your family life whatnot everybody has issues but like I would push those things away because I knew I had to be stress-free I had to focus on taking care of them so I would push these things away that were causing me any kind of pain and then it's like on certain days it's like those things just like lurk and hover over you and i would feel like even like simple tasks like washing dishes or washing bottles clothes things like that like it just took so much for me to do those things and even carrying and holding babies breastfeeding both of them i would just find myself like feeling so helpless and hopeless and anxious for no reason were you mad sometimes for no reason not so much mad well i would go zero to 60 really quick but like it was more like this overwhelming like sadness and like guilt and i don't know why i just felt as though like all these thoughts i was having i just felt like a terrible person like i should be happy i have these two healthy babies i have a support system we live in this nice apartment a nice area like i should be happy and like i just kept telling myself like i should be happy but I just wasn't. He knew that something was different, like, especially since we had them. But I don't think he realized the extent until like, I basically told him one day, like, I don't, something's wrong. Like, I don't know what it is. I just don't feel good.
0: Did you also feel detached from them or it was just something that just inside you, your personal, you still love them. You still knew that you just felt sad.
1: Well, like, of course I love them. And like, I'm happy with them, but, like, there were times when they'd be crying, and I would just look and think, like, why? Like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what can I do for you? Mm. I I would try to hold them a certain way or to breastfeed them both, and then, like, they would fall asleep, and then they'd still be hungry because they'd fall asleep while breastfeeding. They wouldn't get enough. And I would wonder, like, why am I not enough? Like, why am I not able to feed them fully why do i have to feedings took like hours because they would fall asleep and wake up and i just felt like what am i doing wrong like very i needed defeated. someone there with me yeah you but felt i very defeated
0: it. maybe yeah your daughters are nine months old now ppd d- is something that i kind of feel like if you don't if you don't talk about it it doesn't necessarily doesn't mean that it goes away after a certain amount of time ppd is not something that you get and then it's 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 for a certain amount of time. But then I think it manifests into something much bigger or it stays. Or if you don't treat it, you don't talk about it, it could turn into a lot of other things that we see all the time as in like hover moms or just attached moms. You know, there's moms that just have to go to work. Do they have to go be busy? Do they have to go do something. And I kind of feel like it's because they're putting something off of their mind. I know that for me going to school kind of helped and it also damaged me with my postpartum depression because in my postpartum depression, I thought, well, if I am just away from them while I'm at school, then maybe I just won't feel so helpless all the time because I just, I can't do everything that I had to do for them. You know, like you said, like feeding them simple tasks, you know, laundry, doing stuff for yourself, like showering, you know, There's just things like that that I just felt like I'm never going to get to. I'm never going to do it. But while I'm at school, I can feel, I can feel, I don't know, like a little bit better. Like productive. Productive. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to go do something that I have to go finish. I have to go do this for my daughters. But even when I was there, I was, I still felt the same. Yeah. What is something for you? What is something for you that has helped you cope with, with having that or having those thoughts?
1: Well, um, one thing is I would start to talk about it, like, I would talk to my fiance at the time, I had a friend who had her child too, like, earlier in the summer, and like, she and I, like, our bond is so strong now, because we shared this experience, like, on my lowest points, I would tell her, like, how I'm feeling, and she would tell me, I felt this way before, that it's okay, that you will move, like, you'll move forward, So, like, I just started talking about it, and I tried to practice um, healthy mental habits, like, rather than sit and say, I can't do this, or I can't do that, or I'm feeling this way, like, I would try to do things that would make me feel better, whatever it was, like, even if I had to tell myself just to not let myself get so worked up, like, let things slide, and realize like i can't control certain things so i shouldn't let them make me feel some type of way because no matter what i do have to be there for them i do have to be stronger healthier and like it starts in your mind i'm convinced it does and
0: definitely being desperate or or being in those positions where you're kind of helpless can make you feel or say things that you would regret later before your pregnancy, did you do you think that you ever experienced any depression? No. Wait, let
1: me rephrase that again cuz I think
0: everyone really
1: were you going to say no? No, like I wouldn't think it was anything like this. <laughs> like before, sure, like anxieties or like self-esteem issues, things like that, self-image, but like nothing compared to like
0: the responsibility.
1: Like that I knew th- I knew there was something wrong with me and I'm not even one to be like I'm depressed or anything like that, but I knew there was something wrong with me cuz like I would just sit there and cry like just cry and cry like I'd wake up some mornings and everybody would be asleep and I would just sit in this empty room because we were gonna move and like just cry cry about everything cry about my family cry about it's not, not even to say my family's like all in shambles but like people have family issues all the time so like issues that I couldn't control I'd cry about my grandma for things that haven't even happened like thinking about well, they do. I lose my grandma and they just cry and cry mm-hmm. and cry. Just like this overwhelming feeling that I have to just curl up in a ball. I would just feel so helpless and useless. I, w- I felt so guilt ridden because I had all these thoughts like I can't do this. Like I'm not enough for them. I'm not even enough for myself. Like I would just beat myself up and just want to just give up. That's how I knew, like, something's wrong. Like, I'm never really like this. It felt like, you know, before your period. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like that all the time. Like, just hormonal. And then you start to even
0: wonder, like, when did I ever feel better? When did yeah, I ever like, feel normal?
1: Yeah, like, how was it before? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know that person anymore.
0: We've talked about having really dark thoughts while our kids are in the room. Just playing. And just, like, enjoying their time. And, do- and we're thinking about scenarios that... May or may not happen, but to us, I don't know. We built out, we built the outcome to where, let's give an example. I could probably have my daughters in front of me watching TV and I'll be thinking if someone comes in the house right here through this door that I'm looking at, I'll exit through this door and I'm going to grab this one and I'll carry this one because she's easier to carry and this one will run and, you know, and meanwhile, there's, they're still there watching TV This has all just been played out in my head and it's normal and it's an anxiety that I have but I can't say that I've I've ever had thoughts like this or even cared about what could happen to me before I was a mom.
1: Well, yeah, like I'll have the same thing, like scenarios. I'll think if someone were to break in what do I do? Do I grab them both and run out the garage? Or do, what if they my thing is like I'll tell my fiance, like, hey, where you're at right there, come at me. Like, come at me and see. And he's like, this is insane. (laughs) And it is, kind of, because I think if I have to fight, what if this person's out for blood? What if they want to kill us all? How do I defend myself? How do I defend them? Or what if there's a fire? Do I stay low? Like, don't touch the doorknob, because it might be hot. Like, just insane. Too much, like, I think some of it comes from being younger, like, I would watch so much of, like, CSI and all those crime shows. I'm always checking out the window, sleeping with a knife under my pillow. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It's just, like, when you're little, you're so, you think everybody's out to get you. But even now, like, it's a very real threat. I'm always checking outside. Like, we have an alarm system, so it makes me feel a little better. But
0: Yes. I have an alarm system, and her name is Nelly. Yeah. (laughs) She barks at every noise, even if it's just, like, the fridge. And that's and that might be annoying for some people, but someone who's as paranoid as me, it's kinda comforting.
1: It is. It really is. I have a dog too and I feel bad for anybody that tries to come in our house. Yeah.
0: You have a bigger dog than I do. Yeah,
1: he's a blue healer.
0: Yeah. I he's have not a little nice. a little Oh so. yeah.
1: But nobody wants to hear no yappy dog if they're trying to break in your house.
0: True, yeah. Well, I've seen videos of where they befriend the dog. What? Like they'll go in and then the the dog will be so nice. They'll pet it and they'll they'll say a few nice things and they'll throw a ball and then they can go about their business. Let's see, what's your dog's name? His name is Chief. Chief, yeah. Do you ever see him doing that, or is he? No, he's, he's not. He
1: won. He's not gonna let anybody touch him. That's one thing. Oh, okay. Another thing, especially a man coming in a house, anybody to be honest, he's not a nice he's not very nice at first he's not welcoming not the dog you could just pet did sure. you have
0: any people that tell you stuff about having a dog and having babies around it
1: well yeah i think people always have their concerns but he's very nice with them because he's seen them since they were tiny and, they and, were and he born. trusts you i feel like yes he does
0: they, they they go based off of you not if if you're his alpha you know what i mean
1: yeah he's very nice with them he'll go he'll nudge them sometimes or try to lick Aww. their ears so yeah nelly
0: nelly has always been attached to one of one of my girls and she sleeps in bed with her and stuff so you know i've had family people tell me that dogs can just like being around a dog is hurtful or like them the dog hair is hurtful to kids and allergies and you know and i just say like no I, i i don't think even if all that were true even if i mean maybe not if it were true maybe not but i think that that i don't see how hurtful it is and i see how special it is to have a bond with an animal that i i don't mind if my dog sleeps on my daughter's bed yeah i think it's i think it's really sweet so you mentioned you're engaged how do you guys find balance when he's off of work and both of you are at home
1: um his days off are um pretty routine still because we have to take care of them it's easier cuz one of us will each have a baby it's just much easier like that it really is and like we'll maybe go visit his grandmother or something like that or we'll stay home go shopping things like just like routine things Mm -hmm. we can't really get up and go a lot of places so we basically trade off on babies cleaning cooking try to eat a good meal that's something we always do we eat something really good like we one of us sits there and cooks and the other watches babies, and then once they go to sleep, he and I will watch a show. That's probably like my favorite thing. Like on his days off, it feels whole. That's how I feel.
0: Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's a relaxed day. Like it's a less stressful. It's your day yeah. off as well. Somewhat. You're a stay at home mom. Yes. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's a luxury, but I also think that it's it's very hard work.
1: Yeah, it's definitely around the clock like it does not stop
0: yes because i mean you're home but doesn't mean that you get to just be in bed you're not you have to be out you have to feed them and you also have to just clean behind you yeah because you i can't i can't work around mess or i can't live around mess
1: yeah i try my best to like keep it clean enough um there's things like I get behind on laundry, like this one thing, like folding clothes is something I don't care for. I can wash it, but ask I me if it gets folding. put away. I, yeah. I hate that. I hate folding, like I really do. So things like that, um, they take up so much time. And like since I cook, I always have to clean. And then I'm cleaning the floors. And then like babies want you to play with them. They want you in the playpen with them. They just want you there. So I'm not even... I'm not just indisposed. I'm always doing something.
0: So we're both, we're, we're the same age, but I think that, you know, after becoming parents, not only does our patience change or like the things that we're even, the things that we're into changes, we become more patient for some things and less for some other ones. And I've been around people who don't have kids who are my age and, you know, they're single and I just, I don't relate to them anymore. And I yeah. I can't be around them that long anymore, and not to say that there's something wrong with them, there isn't, because they're living in their youth. But I just I don't relate to them, and I feel like they don't relate to me. And if anything, I feel like they they think I'm weird, and so that's why I I can't I can't really be friends with people who don't have kids. Not to say that there's anything wrong with them.
1: I know what you mean. Like you want you want to be able to relate, and like I have. I don't had never had that many friends to begin with, but like my friends that I do have that are always my friends, like Rebecca. Hey, shout Shout out out Rebecca. (laughs) (laughs) She um she's my friend. Like she'll always be my friend. Do we do all the same things we did before? Like no. Like she comes and visits when she can, which she's always been so awesome about that. Like even when I was pregnant, she'll just come and talk to me. And like before we were out here, you know, doing things we do. Now (laughs) she'll come. And she holds a baby because she's yeah. so, she has no idea what to do with the baby. So <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to watch her try to put one to sleep or like understand what they want. But um, I think like the friends that will be there till the end will be there. And otherwise yeah. they won't. And you'll just have a new group of like mom friends, which I do have this like group of mom friends now. Definitely. I've,
0: like Yvette, that's my friend. That's equivalent to your Rebecca. Yeah. You know? She. She also, um, she's been my friend since we were nine and I don't think she'll ever not be my friend, but yeah, she, she always used to come over. She used to help me. She used to watch them so I can shower. And even now she, you know, she has, she has really close bonds with them and they call her Nina cause like Madrina, you know, Nina. That's so sweet. Yeah. Like you're right. Yeah. So people who, people who don't stick around, I mean, I don't miss them. You know, I don't really think about them. I think that there were people, who, there are people who, who are my friends now or or family who i'm really close to now if they weren't as close to me anymore i would definitely notice but i do have friends here and there for you know like not not for certain things it's just you see them certain times with certain people you know
1: yeah like they're still acquaintances like. yeah
0: uh, but they make me feel so weird they make me feel like an alien
1: yeah because i mean What are people doing our age if they didn't have kids? Like, what would we be doing? I would probably be still working, like working was my life, working and then going out. And on my days off, we'd go to like these um, nature preserves. Like, there's one Mm -hmm. in Duncanville. Like, what would I be doing? Just the nature preserve. How? Like, um, it's like a hike, a hiking. It's in Duncanville. It's called Cedar Ridge Nature Preserve. Like, Mm -hmm. you walk up in it and it's like off a mountainside like a little cliff. It's not really nice. a mountain, it's like a little cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz it's we're awesome. in Texas. There's no mountains here. Yeah, there's no mountains. Like <laughs> it's a lot of wildlife though. And it's awesome. Like that's what we would do. We would have our dog, he and I, and it was just us. We had our own apartment. Aww. Just he, the three of us just right there enjoying everything. Like I I don't miss it, but there are things that I miss yeah. about it. Like the free will like I would just get up and just go walking, just do oh whatever my I gosh. wanted, just jam music as loud as I could, listen to all kinds of stuff. If I told him, let's take a day trip, we'd go anywhere, like just that. I so miss getting fun. up and going. That's what we used you to do. You guys
0: got to do that for a while. You guys were together for a while before you had your girls, right?
1: Yeah. Um, we met, I was like 18. We met in culinary school. Oh, I know. Girl. And then <laughs> he he, uh, he was 19. And then uh, we got together. I think I was nineteen by then. And then we've been together ever since. That's so sweet.
0: And then now you guys have kids. And yeah. Two.
1: It's been a long time. Yeah. Like almost f- four years. That's crazy.
0: That's really sweet. And I think it's really special that you both both of you are are from former culinary students.
1: Yeah. Like now he's the sous the sous chef at um the restaurant that we used to work at we both worked at we both worked at that restaurant now he's he's moved up the ranks like Mm -hmm. are you proud yeah hell yeah i'm proud like it really is awesome to see him thrive in the business that we love like i don't get to do it now but i can still live vicariously through him and I'm sure whenever it's your time, I'm sure he's gonna be just
0: as supportive as. Yeah, you are like right he now.
1: knows I love what I do. Like, and I was good at it too. Yeah. I'm still good at it. shit. I will be cooking at home? But
0: I've seen your plates.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think I I I've made it a point now that I always message you when you post your <laughs> yeah. your food. I love that though. Like I love posting food and people being like, "Ew, what is that?" Or like, "Yeah, that looks good." <laughs> like I have people sometimes like, "What is that?" To so what? Like what was it? Like uh, the other day, I posted like. Um, it was yuca. I don't know if you oh, saw it. I think I saw it. Yuca is a, is a root. It's like a starch. Oh yeah. It was, it was like a huge, comes from yeah, it comes, from the, yeah, it comes yeah. from the cassava plant. Like the thing was huge, like bigger than my forearm. And like to people like Western, like culture, people I were like, I thought it was ginger. What is that? Yeah. You know? Exactly. So I love that. Like I love getting reactions from food. How do you cook that? Or how do, you, what do you make with that? Um, it's yuca. Like I do it just the way my grandma taught me how to do it. Like hot, hot olive oil you fry garlic in it lime salt you just drench it all over it but like first you have to boil it and once you boil it you take out this fibrous core because you can't chew that so you boil it basically to get all that starchy wack- wax it like waxiness off of it then you take the fibrous part out and you can mash it or you can leave them in little chunks and i just leave them in chunks and douse it in like this mole hole.
0: and is it do you eat it like that how you prepared it yeah or do you put it do you apply it to something
1: Well, like, it's usually a side, like, with steak or whatever. Like, I feel like the way I sound is, like, an old person, but, like, I love, like, liver. Like, my grandma, that's how she would make it, like... Liver, onions, the yuca on the side, black beans. Like it's I so cute. This
0: plate. Let me see what it, I'm gonna look up. What it looks like cooked. I'm sorry.
1: It's probably gonna look gross. Like <laughs> honestly, like liver is something that most no, people I do not liver, care No, i tried liver,
0: and it has a taste that is it's, it's a little too too strong. It's, it's an organ
1: meat. Like it's a filter, yeah. so it's like very. It tastes like blood, basically, because it's irony. It's a lot it of iron. Like it does taste like blood, and yeah. it can get chalky if you overcook it. But like that's my favorite, probably one of my favorite meals is like yuca, liver. Oh black yeah, you beans. said your
0: grandma's Colombian. I just oh she's it. Cuban. <laughs> Cuban. Yeah. What is this orange sauce that I see on here?
1: It's probably like mayonesa with like oh okay, it's like aioli. They add seasonings to it. it looks just like French like fries. in this one is yeah that you kind can of fry it you too. You can fry it. Oh. Yuca is so awesome. It's like the potatoes' more attractive cousin.
0: Oh, <laughs> really? For I me, yeah. Like
1: potatoes, really, I don't care for that much. Like, just, I just don't care for potatoes like that. I want like red ones or I want the waxy ones or I want yucca or sweet potato. I didn't even know
0: there was a difference.
1: There's like 50 varieties of potatoes.
0: So, everyone asks me, I don't know about you, they'll say, is it harder with two? And I'm just like, what? Well, I, I don't have nothing else to compare it to.
1: Well, yeah, I agree. I say the same thing. Like, I know it's hard, cause it, I, it feels hard for me. Yeah, but but is that is that like a is that an asshole rem- answer? No, like they know it's harder. Yeah, they know it's harder. Cause <laughs> it's just it, or is it an asshole question? Maybe. I mean, I think I think it's obvious. It's kind of like yes. a rhetorical question, almost like you know it's harder. Like it's hard with one baby. Like
0: yeah, if you're asking because it's hard with one, then you know
1: it's hard with two. Yes,
0: it is what was probably one of the most difficult things that you didn't expect to be that difficult to do with both? Like changing diapers or feeding them at the same time or burping them. Do you like, what was one of those things that you thought, dang, like this, is this is like a really inconvenient thing, but I have to do it every day. Well, like could be easier.
1: Well, yeah. Um, they're both individuals, so they both wanted to be held and like holding two babies, like, rocking them both. Like, I didn't have a rocking chair, so I would sit on my couch and, like, thrust oh my and try to get, <laughs> like, like, some momentum. And, yeah. and So my, g- like, calves and my glutes are, like, burning after trying to put them to sleep. I'm, like, sweating because <laughs> it's, like, dead of what's, like, the afternoon. And the light's right in that window. So that was hard, like, getting them to go to sleep, putting them both to sleep because they both want to be held and rocked. Oh my gosh! I
0: didn't rock mine to bed because of that. I thought like if I even start that habit, I'm not gonna be able to do it. You're rightfully so, because even now I have to put them to sleep. All I would do is I would I would feed them in my hands, like not in my not both of them, but I would feed them outside of their bed, and then I would put them in bed. Like I'd burp them, put them in bed. But burping was I asked because burping was my hard thing, because I didn't want to leave one too long w- f- to wait to burp because the other one took forever. So like. But it was, even though I fed them four, six times a day, I always forgot which one was the one that was the most difficult to burp. Yeah. So we, I would, but for some reason I would always pick the one that was the hardest to burp first and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I need to hurry up because I got to get to the other one. I don't want her to have colics. Yeah. That's something too. That was hard. Like I wasn't that great at burping them. Oh, call it. I. I had to buy a lot of uh, medication for their colics. That was just something that that was very hard for me. Didn't think it would be.
1: Yeah, like, I would try to get, like, the formula that was, like, anti-fussiness and, like, things like that. So I would try to burp them, too, but they would still, like, spit up or, like, being laid down because you can't. It's just hard to always hold them. Uh, But I've seen you have this pillow. Oh, yeah, that pillow is life. For any twin yes. mother, you need the Z pillow. I
0: Yeah, the Z pillow. I thought it was just like one of those candy canes that you use to kind of like sleep on at night when
1: you're pregnant. Yeah.
0: I didn't know it was a, a pillow for two babies.
1: Yeah, it's like specifically for them. That's amazing. Even now, they still chill on it. I sleep See, on it
0: sometimes. I would use my candy, like it, well, mine was shaped as a candy cane, so you know, so it had that shape. And at the very end of the shorter end, you could Velcro it closed in like a circle. Oh like yeah, kind of like a circle. It was like a janky circle, you know. Yeah. And so I would close it and set them both in there, and that's kind of how I did it. You just prop them up in it. Yeah. 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 So I made my own. What what is it called?
1: It was a called a twinsy pillow. A twinsy. It's pillow. really just like to prop them up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I would use that to prop them up, and then I would sit in front of them and hold their bottles up while they were like that. Yeah,
1: that's what I would do too.
0: Yeah, I don't know how people do it with more than one, with more than two.
1: Oh yeah, I talk about it all the time. Like you just gonna have to like, I need somebody there. Like I need somebody else with there. Yes. Like
0: Are you afraid of of getting pregnant again and getting pregnant with twins? Do you think that is? Yeah, that's scary. A, do you think that's a high possibility?
1: I think the chances are like 1 in 3,000, to be honest. I think they, I read that
0: they drop, like it drops actually. Yeah, like your
1: chances of having twins again are like very slim. But I mean, it could happen. Yeah, identical twins, very slim. But fraternal is different. Like that could possibly happen. But
0: oh, no, no, I don't think I could. I mean, even though I'm a mom, I don't think I'm mature enough to be pregnant right now. But I think that if I did, and I found out it was it was twins, oh my gosh! Just knowing what I know right now, that that's that's so scary. It is like
1: I couldn't, I couldn't care for two more human beings better than I'm caring for these two. Yeah, like I can't. I would feel bad for those two new babies.
0: That's exactly what I always feel, and you know, my daughters are very vocal, and they have it in their head that they want a little brother. And I'm always like, no, and that's why we got a puppy. Yeah, I
1: I, I. when, they have I, no idea.
0: Yeah, it's like one. You just don't understand why I don't want a baby. Like I can't explain to you the financial burden and all these other major things. Yeah. But two, I would just, you know, I'm I'm still taking care of you guys. Like, you know, like I want I want to be able to do that my at my very best. And right now, I don't think that I even if I did have a partner or someone, but I don't think that I could have another child.
1: No, I won't do it. Like, not no. right now. Maybe not even the next five years. Like Really? I'd wait. I'll try to because...
0: Have you thought about... Well, I don't know. Are you on birth control?
1: No. You but know. you're breastfeeding. So yeah, but I've already started my cycle again. It came back at like eight months. Oh, wow. It was gone for a long time and then it came back. So I'm vulnerable now and I need to get on it because I'm slacking. Like I can say all these things like, I don't want to have no baby. But then if you don't take action... Then it'll happen. Like that's just bottom line. That's something I need to take care of for sure. I d I didn't get on any birth
0: control for a long time, but I also wasn't, wasn't Yeah, you active weren't active at all. But I did pick one and I picked um the Paraguard. And that one's good for ten years. Is it an IUD? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's two different brands. So Marina, Marana, Marina, Marina yeah. is a five year one, that one's plastic and then Paragard is copper. But that's 10 years. And when I tell people that, they're like,
1: what? You can get it taken out yeah. at any time. Yeah, you can get it taken out and get pregnant. Like, I have a right whole right IUD away. story, but, like, it's very TMI. Just know they tried to put it in twice. Oh, jeez. That's it. Okay, as long as you don't say
0: that it moved, I'm okay.
1: No, it didn't. They just didn't do it right.
0: Oh, my gosh. Something no.
1: happened with the ejector. I don't know.
0: No, it was painful to to get. It's it's like a period cramp.
1: It's painful. Yeah.
0: It's like a period. It's a period cramp, but afterwards it's just worse. Yeah. And I can't, I don't, I wouldn't want to do it twice. No. That's why they said, you want the five or the 10? I was like, get the 10. Cause what if Yeah. I want to go more than five? You can I can't. I can't do this again really soon. No. But I, I'm also just being like, fuck, when did I get it? Like, how long, <laughs> like, like, how long ago have I had it? I haven't had it that long. The girls are only six. Yeah. But I forget the, how old they were when I got in. I think, I, but I think that I was 20. Like, I think that I, I'm going off of that. Like okay. I, was, I think I was 20 years old. And I remember thinking, like, 10 years from, from now, I'll be, I'll remember. I'll remember. Cause I'll be remember. A, a zero number. I <laughs> have to have a number. better
1: way to keep track of that. Like.
0: Definitely. I know I people? wrote it on my phone. Hey, it's been
1: five years.
0: I know I wrote it on my phone, but you know what?
1: That's a very long-term solution. So, well, I mean, g- not necessarily in the whole span of your life, but... I mean, but, like, I've had it... If I have had it for three years, that's a
0: long... That went by really fast. Like, three years went by really fast. And, you know, I still haven't changed my mind. <laughs> still <laughs> still don't want more kids. So, I think I, think I made a, a really good choice, but... I do I, I do like to to talk to other moms about it you know not to persuade them or push them it's just it's just part of taking care of yourself and part of you know getting on birth control is also taking care of your kids because you don't want to to get pregnant again if you're not ready for it and especially if you're in a situation where you want to give a lot of your time to your first kids or you know the kids you already have
1: yeah for sure
0: so i definitely liked it to 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 ask and talk about it just to just to put that out there so they're nine months old what was one of the most hardest like milestones to accomplish
1: at this point it was standing now that they're both standing um they're trying to walk and they just have no balance their legs are like wobbly
0: do they wear shoes
1: well, like they're so they're petite babies, like a lot of babies that we encounter that are their age are much bigger, and so I've even met babies that are younger that are even way bigger than them now, but um their feet are just so tiny, so the little shoes that they put on them, they they it's not natural for their foot. Yeah, it's not comfortable. It's not like I feel like it's just not natural. Maybe if they have glass on. Well, you know different. what I did?
0: I would put like those socks that have like the rubber texture the at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I just let them. In their mat, they walk with their socks. But on the floor floor, they have little walkers. I just take their socks off. Oh, okay. Let them learn on their little feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably better because, you know, you use your toes to walk and if they can...
1: Yeah, maybe learn how to do that first and then put a shoe on. Mm -hmm. Like, my mom insists that they must learn with shoes on. But, like, do you really know what's best?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Yeah. I mean, like, let's... I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to try without shoes you yeah, know yeah
1: cuz it's just the shoes that they have it just doesn't they're little They're little chucks they're not walking oh, shoes yeah, no. they're not slide. little walking baby shoes they're yeah. just not they don't even have the hard bottom they're a the little soft bottom so there's I feel they're there's just no accessories
0: point. at this point they're not going to help them yeah like
1: those shoes were meant for babies that aren't even walking
0: like have you seen those shoes that are for crawling they're shoes for crawling how do they look um they have they look like duck shoes so the very front is like a like a big plastic cover like covers like most like kind of like a chuck taylor kind of kind of like converse you know they have that that plastic part up here but it wraps all the way around all the way to the bottom and it's kind of smooth like there's no difference there's no line there's you know so it looks like a duck like i've never seen that like a clog they have them at carter's like i've seen them there a lot of times so whenever they crawl they're not ruining the shoe or the design, but also they have like that grip like right here yeah. where they're kicking with the front of their toe because they're on their hands. and I knees. noticed
1: that they do that. So yeah. rather than crawl on both their knees, they, they use one leg and they scoot with one leg and they yeah. move their knee with the other. Like I have noticed that.
0: I, I knew that they had them, but I didn't. I never tried them while they were crawling. I think that I realized that they had them after they. After they could get up and, you know, navigate themselves, like, holding on to stuff. Yeah. Things like that. I
1: mean, at this point, they're, like, standing already trying to walk. So, I'm not buying anything that has to do with crawling. No doubt. Because they're going to outgrow it before they can yeah. even use it. Do you... Are they both the same size? Um, Somewhat. Luna Bell's, like, always, like, a half a pound bigger. Do they I think the now same? they're catching up, though. Yeah. Mine's well, just a little more slender.
0: Do they wear the same size or is one yeah, of them? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Mine was, one of them was always a little, she always wore the si- next size up and then the one wore um, like a smaller size. Yeah. And so I would just kind of, um, and since I, I dressed them the same, Did you, are you dressing yours the same right now? If
1: I have the clothes, like like uh, only now, only recently are we buying clothes for them because so many people showered us with so much clothes. Mm-hmm. So I would get things that compliment one another. Very rarely do I get two of every any, anything. Like only if it's super cute do I get two of something. I dress mine the exact
0: same for so long. Um, maybe maybe like one thing would be different is, Like one of them just didn't like wearing head like anything in their hair, and she would just pull it out. But other than that, I would dress them the exact same. Do their hair the same. Um, I mean, it's know. easy. It's easy. And also, I just I didn't really I didn't really think about them as individuals at that time like yeah they're like, just twins that's yeah, who they are they're twins mm-hmm. and i I'm, I'm accustomed to seeing twins being dressed the same names similar um and just having like a, a shared identity yeah and it wasn't until um you know they were older that their own identities you know started to come out and it just became impossible to dress them the same but now i i see that now I see that I have to have them be their own person, and you know it's 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 been a little bit of a of a change of like just to just remind just your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I feel the same way. Like they're individuals. Like I had a lot of free time before I had them because mm-hmm. I wasn't working up until like last like two months, and so I was always looking stuff up. Like, how do I care for them? What do I do for this? And like I looked up a lot of twin stuff. Like what's the best way to establish their identities and like you just have to let them do their own thing don't group them together say their names individually and so that's what I try to do now even even though they don't really understand a lot I say their names a lot individually I don't always dress them the same the gifts that you got so you were showered with clothes did they
0: did people give you the the matching clothes
1: oh yeah a lot of people did like just two a lot people still do, and I appreciate it because, like, you can always mix and match and whatnot. Right. And, like, it is good to have two different things because the next day the other can wear the other one or they can match. Like, I do match them. I mm-hmm. do. just depends if I have both the items. Okay. So, it's,
0: yeah, because for me, it was like I would put them on the same hanger and same pants on the same It's hanger. easy. Yeah. It's very easy to
1: dress them the same.
0: Yeah. So, my wardrobe was very small. Now, it's very different. Like, we're in the room right now. And so, like their dresses are over here, but they're all those are Isabellas, and you know these are over here, and you know things like that.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see them get older.
0: Do you think does your family confuse them?
1: Yeah, they do. Um, my grandma especially, cause she's a little older, you know. But my brothers, they confuse them. My sister, she lives with us, so like she knows them. And my mom, she watches them the most, and she knows them too.
0: I I have a problem where. Well, unless, unless I know I took the picture, unless, like, it's on my Instagram. So on my Instagram, like, since I started taking pictures of them, I would always put their name based off of who was on what side. So if Isabella was on the left side, her name went first, and then Jade is on the right side, so her name went second, or, you know, vice versa. That way, if I'm ever looking at an older picture, and they're babies, and those features aren't really there yet because they're both, like, you know, they Don't have hair yet, or they're wearing something like a hat. I can see that, like, okay, that's who and who, that's so and so, and that's so and so.
1: They look the same, like, as babies, they look the same. They do, I can't tell them apart.
0: Mine, or just or in general,
1: yours. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now, like, <laughs> um, they <laughs> look the same, the exact same. Yeah,
0: but I also think that Isabella has like, she, had a, she has, she has, she had a dimple, or she has a dimple. Like um when she's small she has them like underneath her chin, like where her chin okay. is. And Jade's dimples on her cheeks are so defined that like she can just be standing still and not talking. You and can you see, see her them. dimples. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. So hers are very defined.
1: Yours have dimples? Maya does. Maya has one dimple. Yeah, I've seen. Under her it. eye. It that's super cute. Dimples are so cute.
0: So what time of what time does your day start?
1: It starts about 9 a.m. That's when we all get up. I usually have, they're usually in the bed with us in the morning because they breastfeed. So 9 a.m. we all get up and I take them to the play mat and they're just getting up. So they're playing together amongst themselves. I start getting breakfast ready, whatever I want, like that day. And I get their food ready as well. So we feed them first and then we eat. Then we clean. And then it's time for their nap. We lay them down. He and I probably talk for like an hour, maybe less, depending on when they wake up. They wake up. And the cycle just repeats itself all day. How many naps do they have? So they'll have one around 11. Then they'll fall asleep again around 3, 4. Then again around 7. But if they don't fall asleep before 7 p.m. or before 8 p.m., I don't even try. Because they're going to wake up at like 10. Uh, So I just try to keep them up. I basically am, like, working around their naps. Naps, I do housework. He goes to work around 3, and then I'm there alone taking care of them till he gets home about 1, 1 a.m. Oh, my goodness. And then the cycle just repeats itself every day like that.
0: Whenever they're asleep, do you ever try to take a nap as well?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, that evening nap they take around f- 3 or 4. I knock out right there with them sometimes because yeah. – I'd be up having to pick them up or latch them or get up. And it's just so tiring doing all that stuff. Yeah. I would nap with them as well, but they would nap just, just one time, but
0: they would nap for so long.
1: Yeah. Sleeping (laughs) schedule.
0: So how do you manage your time? What is something that you have to do to say, I need this specific time to catch up on laundry, to fold or just things that you have to do for yourself?
1: Um, I basically go around their naps, like, if they're sleeping, I immediately jump on the kitchen, try to clean all that, or I'll start sweeping, cleaning up, take the dog outside. He's very needy, too. Like, he wants you to throw his ball around. So, like, I basically try to work around their naps, all the housework, and in the evening when they take their long nap is when I'm in the kitchen, doing final cleanings and things like that, try to do the floors. Like, folding, that's something I just got to I just got to tell myself to do it. I just have <laughs> to sit down and do it like or I won't. So things like most importantly for me, like is the kitchen, the living room. And that's like my space. I make sure that place is clean because that's where you are all day, right? Yeah. It's like my room, my bedroom, I just sleep in it. Yeah. And so the rest of th- that's what I try to keep clean the most. And like upstairs is my sister's room. So like that's hers. That's typically. her area. I don't even go up there.
0: I used to like find shortcuts. So I would, like, like you said, like they, I would make dinner, like make lunch, have them eat first. And then after they've eaten, you eat because you don't want to, you can't eat at the same time when they are because your food gets cold or you have to keep getting up or, you know, or, you know, it's not, it's not the same. If you and they just try to get my food now, pauses.
1: They want, oh, are they trying to get yours? They want what I have because oh. they know what I have. It's like, it it's looks like way better. different. They look mm-hmm. at what they have and then what I have and they're like, <laughs> what is that? What is something that they have? Just like purees. Mm-hmm. like little baby food here and there i'll I like i'll make fideo like when chicken broth or veggie mm-hmm. stock i'll make fideo i'll put it on their little tray and they're eating like my stuff's more colorful bigger smells yeah. probably a lot better so they're very interested in what i'm eating all the time
0: my dad used to send like my girls with like food to the crib that's would drive me insane uh, no. <laughs> it's like whatever that he had and they were interested in he's like yeah take it it could be an apple. My girls didn't even have teeth yet. And they would be walking back to bed. Like, they could walk. They they had... That. I mean, I guess they had teeth. They had teeth. But not to eat an apple. And I would see them walking back. I'm like, why do they have it? She wanted it. No, she's going to get an apple all over her bed now. Yes. Yeah. But I can... Yeah, babies are really hard to say no to. <laughs> apart from having a house and having to keep all that clean. And, you know, two babies and a dog. And just what about yourself like what do you how do you find time and all of that for yourself
1: um it's like little breaks here and there like when they're sleeping even when i go step outside like i'll check all my plants oh so i have like four. four oh no i probably have like less than 10 plants but more than five that's that's a lot more than me i haven't seen <laughs> What kind I have of plants like, do you have? I have um, one. It's called a croton, a luna croton. There is. I have a fern that's hanging a fern and among other little plants it's like mixed in one. I have some canna lilies in my front yard. I have mint, basil and an aloe vera plant and a cactus. Wow. I have mint. But mint is very easy to take care of. Yeah. Mint just grows. Yeah. Mint's like one of those things that just grows. Yeah. Just I like to check on them, make sure they're good. Like I'll go p- try to pull some weeds out of my like flower beds because I have rosemary too Ooh, yeah so like I basically like that's how I like to spend my time like when they're sleeping I can step out because their window's right there and like all my plants are in one place I can hear them and like it's not very long but those little moments where I can like toss the ball around and with my dog and like breathe in the air and feel the sunlight on my skin like Mm -hmm. that's probably my favorite times do you feel like your taste or like the things that you want to
0: do has changed
1: yeah for sure like I'm definitely turning into my mother with like the whole plants and Mm -hmm. cooking like my mom works a lot she's always has but like she's always had that green thumb and she's always been interested in different recipes and stuff and so that's something that I enjoy a lot like cooking at home and maintaining the household as far as like my plants and the whole energy of it like that's what I like having the windows open having a lot of natural light come in like, I go to, like, my sister's apartment, it's, like, so dark, and I just mm-hmm. need the sunlight. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. basically, stuff like that.
0: I want to I wanna have a garden. I have mint, but I want to put, a pom- I have a
1: pomegranate tree. I have two.
0: Oh, yeah. But they're not edible. Maybe you could teach me, like, thing. It's, like, like, a thing like
1: pomegranate two. trees take so much care. Yeah. And meticulous work for them to produce a good fruit. It produces so much, like... But they're like
0: brown, right? Yes, they're not edible. They're yeah. not edible. Or if I cut through them, they're green, but the outside could be really red, really pretty. But they're also really small. They're like the size of like a gall apple.
1: Maybe like look it up because the next harvest is soon. Yeah, I've
0: I've I've looked it up and they've talked about um, like changing like
1: the the dirt that's around it. Yeah, Pomegranate trees are hard to maintain. Yeah, that's I mean it
0: was it. W- I have two and they were here before I, before I moved in. But it was just cool. And I'm just like, oh, I've never had a pomegranate tree. I should probably look into taking care of it. But I also never met somebody else that's my age that has a green thumb. I mean, I don't have one, but that has one.
1: I think I'm getting really good at it. I'm, I mean, when I remember to water them all and care for them, because they're all individual. Like some of them, I'm like, shit, I forgot my Oh, there's some that you can't water that often? or Yeah, like the aloe vera is like a succulent. Right, the Succulents are almost like cactuses. Like you don't water them that much. You don't want them to sit in their water yeah they they, because they retain it themselves yeah you don't want it to sit in all that water because then they're gonna get waterlogged but then like my luna croton is outside and i need to water it very often because it's outside it gets uh very dry or like the canna lilies i have to pluck the dead bud like (laughs) bugs not Mm -hmm. bugs but buds the dead flower buds after they bloom pluck those off and like to basically like keep weeds away from my crabgrass and things like that it's so oh my gosh like just hearing (laughs) myself that's
0: i mean no that's so cool (laughs) though because i don't i don't i think i'm into like more dumb stuff than than that i mean not that's not dumb at all that's probably like something that i should that i that i should get into it's just it's
1: not for everybody it's just it's something that takes a lot of like and mm-hmm. like awareness but it's
0: also i feel like very rewarding to to yeah. have something like that because you see your progress and and when it grows or gets bigger or, or you know mm-hmm. or when someone compliments it You're or someone like, yeah. that didn't expect for you to have that like me right now you know it's probably something really cool to say like yeah, i have plants and you have so many
1: yeah i'd like i want more i want so many more
0: <laughs> do you use those for your cooking
1: well i used the rosemary the other day and um Brandon likes to use the the mint for mojitos. But <laughs> I try not to eat the mint a lot because it lowers your milk supply. So oh. he likes to use it with mojitos or whatever. That's really fun.
0: So your daughters are nine months old. You're you're kind of a, you're a new mom. Is there something that you could say to someone out there who is in your position with twins or just a stay at home mom? Any piece of advice that you could share?
1: Um, I would say that you're not alone. And that someone has felt the way you do before, and that it does get better. Like, anytime that you feel low, you'll feel good again. And overall, just appreciate that you can stay home with them. Like, that's what I would say. Like, initially, I would probably feel a lot. I would feel really isolated. I'd feel really lonely. Because you miss the human interaction. Like, it's just you and your babies. And so, I would say, like, just appreciate it and just be happy that you can do it because a lot of mothers would love to be at home with their babies
0: i definitely would have and you're right it's something that something that maybe in the moment you're so focused on how you feel that you're not really maybe you don't take into consideration that it's something that you're very lucky to be able to do
1: yeah
0: thank you so much for, for being on my very first episode and coming all this way and spending more time with me and sharing things about you i know it's kind of um kind of hard to do to open up you've you've opened up about very vulnerable times and i really appreciate it
1: well thank you for having me here um it's kind of cool that anybody's even interested in this so
0: yeah and i hope to have you again here sometime soon we could talk more about kids and maybe eventually we'll have uh, our kids together we'll see what it's like the the different age the age differences and i can remember what it was like when mine were that age and you can see what's what you're what's
1: to expect what's to come yeah we should because i'm sure twins are always intrigued with each other yes that's really cool
0: okay thank you
1: thank you